Welcome to the Expert Speak Podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. And welcome to another episode of Experts Speak. I'm Michael DeLon. Today, I am talking with Carl Fix. Uh, Carl, by the way, thanks for squeezing me in and having a conversation with me today, man. Well, thank you so much, Michael, for having me. It's uh, an honor to be on your podcast. Well, thank you. It, it's going to be really fun to, to chat. Carl, uh, well, you've got, a, you've got a quite, the, quite the background. Um, so Carl was an attorney for a long time, trial attorney. He started another company now, No Surrender. He's a, um, an athlete. He's a biker. He's an endurance athlete. Um, I mean, there's, there's just so much there. When I first went to your website, I'm like, wow. <laughs> so Carl, tell us a little bit about you and the journey that you've had to get you to where you are today. And then we'll start unpacking and, and helping our audience a little bit. Sure. So I started practicing law in 1988. I was a 24, 25-year-old kid. Uh, I got into trial work, which I really enjoyed uh, for a number of reasons. One, it, it most closely replicated a lot of uh, sports and athletic activities I did as a kid. Uh, trial work is an endurance sport, uh, and it's a lot of mental gymnastics. So I did that for 25 years. And I professed, this may sound pithy, but I professed as a young guy to practice law so long as I enjoyed it. After about 25, the uh, bloom came off the rose. I moved into the nonprofit world and I ran a foundation for a few years okay. and did what I could do there. And I returned to the practice of law in 2017. And I did that for another four and I pivoted out uh, in May of 2021, founding my own company, No Surrender which is a fitness wellness-based company. And I'm sharing uh, best practices that work for me as a busy trial lawyer embedding fitness in my daily and weekly routine. All right. So there you go. That, that's, therein lies the key of the rest of the conversation because you just hit the bane of my existence, buddy. Um, I am not one of these guys who love exercise. I do exercise. I'm trying to be disciplined and do a little bit every day. But Carl, it's hard for me. And I want to I want to help. I want you to unpack for me and my audience. Let's talk about the, the benefits of, of exercise, not just for the physical nature, but the mental, emotional aspect. And how does that play into business and helping us keep our business well, fit? Right. Yeah. So um, I will in all candor, when I started practicing law, my first five years were all in 60, 70, 80 hours. I just wanted to be the best lawyer that I could be. And, and the way the path forward for that was to dive in head first and just grind and grind and grind. And I did that at the expense of my body. And I realized after about five years, it was not sustainable. And I decided to get back in the game. And the, the ironic thing is, Michael, everybody talks about protecting your assets, your, your physical assets. Uh, but you as a human and as a, as a wage earner, you're, you're the asset. You're out there yeah. doing what you're doing and what you need to do. And you don't necessarily protect yourself. And I was the guy I saved up after about three years. I bought my first new car after practicing law for three years. And I was the guy cleaning the car with uh, my rims with a toothbrush. I was waxing it, polishing it, vacuuming it. 
uh, oil changes, taking much better care of that car than myself. And I said, whoa, this is kind of silly. When you come out of law school or, or graduate school or college or uh, just get out into the world, people want to sell you disability insurance. They want to sell you life insurance. You need to protect this. You need to look after your family. Well, what about yourself? Because if you don't show up, there's a lot of, there are a lot of dominoes that fall. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and showing up is um, it, it's more than just being able to do the work. Right. It really what I find is when I exercise and what endorphins and all those things fire off, it helps me think more clearly and, and process life. So I live with well, less stress. Really? Have you found is that what you found? Without a doubt, I show up as a better person when I work out. We, we're in service. If you think about it, Michael, we're, we're in service to others. And if you think about the kind of the wheel, uh, we may have partners, domestic or otherwise. We may have spouses, children, uh, communities, whether it's a faith community or a philanthropic community. We have colleagues, clients, customers, partners. All of these uh, communities are on the wheel to whom we are in service. And if we don't show up, then again, there's, there are dominoes that fall. But again, working out, I find, uh, allows me to show up and be much more present. I do it early in the morning. I get my brain dump, and then I'm good to go for the day. And yeah. I'm, I'm ready to handle whatever comes at me. Yeah. So let's talk about that routine. Because I think, for, at least for me, I, I tend to be a creature of habit. And I've so, so I've had to try to build some habits. So like me, I get up in the morning. Exercise is like the first thing I do to get going. But Talk to busy entrepreneurs, busy attorneys, financial advisors. How do you weave that into your day? Because I've got so much going on. How, what are some tips you can give some people to start moving in that direction? Uh, first is schedule it. We're, we're good schedulers. So just mm -hmm. put it on your calendar. Uh, hold space for it. It should be, uh, sacred might be a little uh, uh, dramatic, but it should be space that is important because I'm just going to digress for a minute. I, I look at self-care as a gift to others because when I'm taking care of myself, again, I show up and therefore it's, it's a gift. Like I am present. I am, I am listening intently. I am part of your world. Uh, so scheduling it's, is a big deal. Um, also, you can do things with friends. You can add these accountability things in. If I'm going to meet you, Michael, for a walk at the high school track at 530 in the morning, at five, when the alarm goes off, I may not want to get out of bed, but I know I'm meeting you and I don't want to let you down. So therefore, I will be there and you will be there and we will take our walk and it's done. Um, I also like to do it in the morning because then I own it. It is mine mm -hmm. and nobody can take it from me. I, I laugh about the three C's I called it when I was practicing clients, colleagues and court. You can go into work with a punch list. I'm going to do one through five today. You can get through number one and you're cranking and all of a sudden a client calls who's in distress and you must respond or a colleague calls and, and he or she may be in distress, may have a family emergency and needs help. So you must respond or the court calls and says, hey, attorney fix, we want you in chambers at 10 o'clock for a conference and there goes your day. So I found in the mornings and I still find you own it. You bank it. Seven in the morning, it's done, and you're ready to go. And again, whatever comes at you, comes at you. Yeah, yeah. And that's really, really good because I do exercise in the morning. I do Bible study in the morning. I find that's my time 
that really I'm not getting emails and texts and calls and things at that hour, those hours of the day, right? And you're right, it, it really sets you on a good trajectory. Here's, here's something that I found though. For me to be able to get up at 5.30 in the morning to get my morning started, I've got to go to bed at a reasonable time. Do you, do you, That's do you, a big deal. Uh, and, and actually there, there's a whole uh, science out there about bedtime and sleep. And there are some things you can do. Uh, you can hold space or you can, you can set it. I'm not going to go to bed before time, mm -hmm. but then uh, set that time and, and then try to land your plane right in there at, you know, say 10 o'clock and, and you're good. Uh, you know, put your devices away, watch alcohol and caffeine intake, uh, do a gratitude journal, what went well today and why, uh, you know, things like that can kind of uh, ease you into uh, a fairly good night's sleep, allowing you to get up and, and get at it early in the morning. And be ready. Yeah. And, and I had to program my brain <laughs> going to bed at night instead of saying, oh, I have to I have to exercise in the morning. I changed that one phrase to go, I get to exercise in the morning. And then when I'd first wake up in the morning, I'd say, I get to exercise this morning. And it just, it was this little, that little phrase changed it from a negative, oh, I got to go exercise too. No, this is good because I'm learning that, I mean, I'm 55, Carl. I've got young kids still. I'm trying to make sure I have good health for many years. So I'm around for my grandkids. That, Understood. That starts today and every day. It, it does. And, you know, I've said before, my wife and I made a conscious choice to have children. We're, we were blessed with two girls, 21 and 17 right now. I want to see them live long and prosper. Mm -hmm. I want to see them be contributing members of society because that makes me proud. And I, I do not want to uh, check out early. And, you know, the I get to do this, it is it is a blessing. I uh, had a cousin. She had cerebral palsy. She since passed quite an inspiration to me. I never remember her not being in a wheelchair. And she used to say to me, Carl, I just wish I could run. Uh, I've heard that more than once from her. And every road race, every bike ride of mine, I often think of her that I am lucky to be able to do this. Yeah. Um, I saw some friends that are a five kilometer race a couple of weeks ago, three, three little three mile race. And I said, we are lucky to be here. It was a beautiful morning and we're lucky to be able to do this. That's right. Counting your blessings. That, that, that's a great mindset that starts, that, that, that puts everything on the right perspective. So let, let's talk about how, how do you work with business owners who are, I mean, we're entrepreneurs, we're busy. We got lots going on. How do you help business owners get themselves in shape, get their teams back in shape and fitness? Talk a little bit about that. Sure. So I have a, I have a program where I would come in and speak to uh, business owners, uh, insurance companies, law firms, and I share simple, actionable strategies on how to, if you were in the fitness game and you're, you faded, I can get you back in the game, or if you weren't, and you want to get started, we can do that. Again, simple, actionable steps. We don't have to come out of the gates and summit Mount Everest. Right. We do not. It, it, it's, it's not recommended. Uh, but there are things that we can do to make the team, uh, the teams out there, uh, again, more productive. And I'll, I'll give you an example. So at my firm, uh, we had a, I'll call it a gaggle of associates that around one or two in the afternoon would go out to Starbucks. And they would want that caffeine boost. 
that might be a one hour swing, you know, one to two plus or minus. Uh, and so you say, well, they're too busy to work out. If you devote a half hour in the morning, you may not need that caffeine boost in the afternoon. So you allot a half hour in the morning mm. against the one hour you burn in the afternoon. You're still net up. You're up 30 minutes, yep. one day, one lawyer. Do the math. And law firms, for better or for worse, are not not-for-profit businesses. Right. So uh, I found, again, that when I would work out, I would simply be more productive, bottom line. And there's that productivity thing where... Again, you don't want to lose your team in the afternoon because they're slothful or they need the caffeine boost. And I, so that those are the things that I share. That's good. I, I was at a um, uh, one of our the financial organizations we work with, and um, I, I came in at like I don't know eleven o'clock to meet everybody, and I, I noticed the principals were in kind of shorts, you know, which was a little weird, and and a lot of the other guys were were shutting things down. And I heard them say, Hey, no, we're all going to the gym. We do this twice a week together. And that's, that, that's what's hitting me. Instead of saying, you, you know, why don't you build a culture in your workplace to go, yeah, we're all going to do something together on a regular basis, maybe in that mid afternoon post lunch thing or something, because it, it builds that um, accountability, but there's camaraderie there too. Right. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, I mean, I spoke uh, 10 days ago, plus or minus to a, a firm, a law firm out in LA. It was a Friday. It was there. It was 1230 their time, 330 my time. I got on the call right before with my, the contact at the firm. And she said, oh, yesterday we shut down at three and 60 of us went to see the Top Gun sequel as a firm. And I said, that's phenomenal. That's great esprit de corps. And then I was thinking, wow, I'm following on the heels of Top Gun. How am I going to do this? So <laughs> I, I weaved I weaved a few things and, and I'll tell you this, Michael, it was actually a, a good thread to pull on because Tom Cruise is early 60s and the stuff he does in that movie is not by mistake. It's intentional. It's no different than one of my favorite examples, Mick Jagger. Next month, Mick Jagger will be 79 years old. He runs 12 miles per concert. Really? Mick Jagger runs 12 miles per concert. That's not by mistake. So there's a guy who is lives with purpose and, and intentionally maintains a fitness level so he can deliver these gifts to Rolling Stone fans around the world. Mm -hmm. He keeps showing up night after night. And he said, we will never have a farewell tour. They will wow. just keep going. I mean, they lost Charlie Watts, but the other three are still going. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, I think the firm firms can do that. They, they can build uh, teamwork around yeah. this. And again, this does not have, you don't have to run a marathon. You don't have to summit well, on Everest. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't. Yeah, it's interesting because when I, you know, I've got a friend of mine who loves, you know, working out and he works out, you know, 45 minutes a day and all this. And I'm like, okay, that's just too much for me. I have found like elastic bands that I can do in 15 minutes a day. I, I, I'm, I'm of the thing, you know, scripture says that, I love this. I love scripture. Physical value is of some value. Scripture says, so it is of some value, but it's not of the ultimate value. So I looked at my life and said, you know, what, what can I do consistently? And for me, in a, in a relatively short period of time, <clears throat> for me, 10 to 15 minutes every day, five to six days a week is awesome. I feel much better. My weight is down. I'm, I'm there. I don't have to go 45 minutes and do all that. You don't have, so it's okay if you do. That's correct. But just and like you're saying, 
Go ahead. There, there are there are road warriors out there that you know we're getting back, we're traveling more. Uh, people have layovers in airports. I'm a big fan. If I have a layover, let's start walking. And a lot of the airports will have signs pointing various distances. Uh, so just grab that time. And some folks have Peloton. Peloton is you know became wildly popular during the pandemic. If you go and look at a Peloton, they have 15 minute rides. Yeah. They have 20 minute rides. Peloton clearly recognizes that that may be the only time that people can give and that's okay. Yep. 15 is much better than zero. That's right. Yeah. So, um, you know, you can, you can, there are great 20 or 30 minute workouts that you can do without busting the bank and without, uh, you know, really disrupting your life. And it just, yeah. it will enhance the value of your life. It really does. And, and honestly, the value of your bank account, because like you said, when you show up as an entrepreneur and you've got a clear mind, you, you you feel a lot better, you hit your day and you're ready to go and you're more um, agile, I think, to be able to take those curveballs that come at you that you were mentioning earlier. When something happens, you go, okay, I can deal with this because you're in a better space because Correct. you're feeling fit, well, and, and it plays out into all of life. So many times we chase that almighty dollar, but what we, what we forget is that money's great, but if you don't have your health, it doesn't matter how much money you have. I'd rather, have, I'd rather have my health. I'd, I'd like to have health and money. How about that? But, but, if, but don't neglect your health, and it doesn't take eight hours a day. It takes 15, 30 minutes a day. It, it takes consistency, whatever time period you choose to put into it, right? Well said. Uh, the, the title of my program is Wellness for Wealth. And the wealth that I reference in the title is really physical, spiritual, and emotional wealth. Do those lead to bank account wealth? I, I say yes. It, yeah. it has for me. Yeah. Uh, again, it's allowed me to show up uh, stronger. And I've always joked that sometimes lawyers are just well-dressed firefighters. We're just running from fire to fire. Uh, and I was able to run from fire to fire um, in, in more quickly because of, of the workout. I mean, I'll share another anecdote. I had a trial in 2012 for a barge accident on the Hudson River in New York that occurred in 2004. That was eight years, Michael. Mm. If that's not an endurance event, then mm. nothing is. We fought over that case or in that case for eight years. That takes some, uh, some wherewithal. And if you're on trial, you might be putting in 60, 70 hours a week. And oh, mm. by the way, you have this other thing called life that yeah. you need to attend to. Uh, your responsibilities outside the office, your commitments. Yes. And I think in order to honor your commitments, you know, you need to, you need to be, you need to be vertical. You need yeah. to show up. Absolutely. So, so real quick, as, as we kind of la start landing this plane, no surrenders, the company, the name of your company, what do you do? Who do you serve? How can somebody get a hold of you? Uh, so No Surrender is the name of my company. My website is carlfix.com. I do uh, speaking. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. If somebody wants to get back in the game, uh, I know you've, you've said, and I, I just jotted it down, where you are, where you want to go, and what's standing in the way. I yeah. like that. And that's, that's what I'll say to you. Where are you right now? Where do you want to go? And what's standing in your way? 
Because a lot of folks, you know, I'm 58. You said you're 55. A lot of folks our age say, well, that ship has sailed. No, 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 no. That ship has not sailed. You can always get back into it. Uh, So I'll do one-on-one coaching and I'll do one-to-many training. And I write and I I write in this space as well. So again, it's carlfix.com. That's my website. And uh, carl at carlfix.com is my email. And, uh, that's, that's where I am. That's good. Well, and I'm going to have all those in the, in the show notes, a link to LinkedIn with you. You've got a free offer as well that I'm going to have in the show notes to, uh, it's called 10 steps to getting back in the game, right? Right. It's carlfix.com forward slash free. And these are again, 10 steps that I think, uh, I would invite your your audience to be uh, curious about. These are steps that have worked for me. Mm-hmm. If you, again, were out of the game, which I was, and to get back into the game. And again, I was a, a youth athlete. I played high school sports. I played college sports. And then it fell off a cliff. I decided to run a marathon to get back in the game. And I, when I started to get back in the game, Michael, I could not run a single mile. And that was very dispiriting for about four minutes. I had my little pity party. And then I said, okay, you got a cowboy up here, brother. And I just kept, it sounds again, pithy, one foot in front of the other. My training program for that race was 26 weeks. It was a half a year. I didn't know how to do it. I bought a book. I read it. I followed it. And bingo, I made it happen. But when I decided to do that, could not run a single mile. And that was, again, dispiriting. But um, so these these steps are just things that have worked for me. It's it's you could file it under the hard won wisdom category. Right. Yeah. Well, that's good. So pick that up. It's carlfix.com slash free uh, for that for that download. And then it just on, on your website, you've got all kinds of blog articles and things. But let me encourage you to reach out to Carl, email him, call him, whatever. Because this is an, an area of, of life and business, Carl, you know it as well as I do, that, that we just tend to neglect. It's too easy just to hit the snooze, sleep in, and say, I'll do it tomorrow. And pretty, mu- pretty soon it's three weeks from now, and I haven't done anything. But having a coach, having somebody to hold you accountable, having somebody just to guide you down the, down the pathway, say, yeah. here's, some, here's some simple steps. It, it's helpful. I mean, I've had coaches over my career. I, you know, when I was doing heavy-duty marathoning, my nutrition was off. I reached out to a nutritionist. She helped me greatly. I wanted to 10 years ago, change up my training. I reached out to an endurance athlete. He put me down, led me down the CrossFit path, which was phenomenal. I got great benefits. So, you know, I knew what I didn't know. So I reached out for help and and I got it. Uh, And again, this can be intimidating. You know, I, I mentioned the 5K. A lot of 5K road races are community events. They're fundraisers for charity. And they'll set course limits of 80 to 81 minutes, 80 to 85 minutes. It's 27 plus or minus minutes per mile. Mm-hmm. Folks can walk those. I've been, I've been to those. You've got people pushing strollers, walking dogs on skateboards, family events. But there's great camaraderie. There's great energy. It's palpable. Uh, and it need not be intimidating. You know, you're not right. going to be an Olympic runner, but you're going to be part of a community that's very welcoming. That's right. Yeah. And that, and that community, the, the running community is very big, you know, with all the stickers on the back of the car, you know, 5k, 10k, 20. My favorite one is the 0.0k, but that's just because I'm not a runner. 
No, I, I do like that. And I've seen the 0, 0.0 and then under it, it says, I do not run. <laughs> that that one's always made me laugh. I love that. Yeah, I'll walk those things and everything. But uh, but exercise needs to be a personal thing that you own, that you enjoy, because that's how you keep it going. But it really does help you get fitness back into your life, get wellness back in your life in lots of areas. And that's going to really help your entrepreneurial journey. It'll help you show up well. It bears fruit, Michael. It bears fruit for me every day. Yeah, it does. So let me encourage you to reach out, carlfix.com. Uh, search his site, reach out to him, email, have a conversation. He can really help you um, in, in lots of ways to uh, get your business and your life uh, back into shape with some good fitness. So Carl, thank you. It has been really fun to, to chat with you again. Well, thank you so much, Michael. It's been a pleasure uh, to have this chat with you today. Thanks, buddy. Have a great day. Likewise. Thanks for listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.